you know what? It really made me feel empowered that these young women were given this role. Because dental therapists, dental assistants back then, 99% were women. And I thought, wow, she's in charge and she goes to all these schools. From the time I was in grade seven, that's what I wanted to do. From Community Futures Center West, it's Mind Your Rural Business, a show about building a thriving business from even the smallest town. Today we hear from Leona Lelever, a dental hygienist who examined her options and went from working for dentists to working for herself, running Cusp Dental Hygiene in Airdrie, Alberta. I think I was about grade seven or eight when dental nurse came to our school and my parents had me in the Saskatchewan dental plan because it was covered by the government. So every child had optimum dental care all through high school. And I thought, you know what, this is so great because you're making a wage, but you're giving back, helping kids in rural communities that didn't have the luxury of going to the big city to get their teeth done or have braces or be able to be, have the health care that was required. That's incredible. Do you remember like the actual experience of the of them coming to your classroom? I absolutely remember. I could even tell you what the room looked like, the chair looked like. It was a mobile unit. I remember the dental therapist's name was Karen. And there was her and she had her assistant with her. She had different assistants sometimes. But yes, I I remember it like it was yesterday. I remember sitting in the chair, turning around and seeing the x-rays up on the viewer. There was no such thing as digital back then. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? It really made me feel empowered that these young women were given this role. Because dental therapists, dental assistants back then, 99% were women. And I thought, wow, she's in charge and she goes to all these schools And from the time I was in grade seven, that's what I wanted to do. Well, my journey began right out of high school. I I became a dental nurse, which is also called a dental therapist in Saskatchewan. And what we did, it was a program that is basically dentistry. And what we did is I had an assistant with myself. We worked in the schools in Saskatchewan and we did dentistry for the children. We would bring them out of class. We would do their x-rays, their cleanings, fillings, extractions, braces, space maintainers, anything that they needed. And we also would work on people in the community outside of school hours. So this is where my journey started. But due to political landscape, the program got canceled. And then I continued on and finished another 18 months. So I did about four years of of university in total, four and a half, I guess, and then uh, became a dental hygienist. And a lot of those dental therapy factors were grandfathered into what I was already doing. It gave me, like I said, a much broader scope. Came out to Alberta because back then there was no jobs. They, the rules in Saskatchewan stated that if you had a dental therapist in your office, you could only have one because the dentist still had to come to work. He couldn't hire five of us because at that time, again, we weren't independent. We were employees. How long were you in Saskatchewan? And then around what year or so did you move to Alberta? Well, it's it's funny because I graduated from dental therapy in 1987. I came out to Alberta in 88. Well, the year of the Olympics, 
then the next year the flames were in the finals for the stanley cup and i'm like where else would anybody want to live the city was young it was vibrant um i had a job downtown i had a great boss and i spent six years at that clinic and i just i loved everything about calgary and i loved everything about the dental office where i was working so it was just a win-win for me and then obviously there was a shift so what changed yeah what happened was i started having children and working from seven to three five days a week sometimes six days a week it changes your lifestyle and i didn't want to i didn't really want to live in calgary anymore so at the time i was looking at a more rural area because again rural roots and I am from a small town of 500 people, <laughs> Elrose, about 20 minutes. It's between Rosetown and Swift Current. So um, Airdrie it was. Airdrie was small at the time. There wasn't even, there wasn't even a light in town. You know, there was the, the rat hole to come underneath to get into Airdrie. It was small. It was tiny. And I moved out here and I got a job working out here. And my kids played their school sports out here. And it, it was comfortable. 14 years ago, I was at a crossroads. I've been doing dentistry for so long. I either wanted to be independent and do something for myself or just start over. There wasn't a lot of dentists in Airdrie at the time. And then that's when legislation was just rolling and it was starting to come to fruition that we would be able to open our own clinics. So when this happened, it was it was just the perfect opportunity. All the All the stars aligned. And then I just, I created a business plan and I just got the ball rolling. I worked for a couple dentists at the time, one in Calgary and one in Airdrie, that they decided to do a new model in their clinics where they didn't have receptionists. They called it the piece of the pie. So we did our own billing. We did our own bookings. We started to do everything. We became completely independent of our own shares, basically, booking our clients back and taking ownership of having them come back and booking their appointments. So I learned so much. I learned so much about billing to insurance companies. I learned about business. And I just did a lot of research on my own. And and even when I, I started to put this plan together to be able to open my own clinic, I had to sell myself to the lenders. The banks had no idea what a dental hygiene clinic was. Nobody did. There was no dental hygiene clinics anywhere yet. I, I found a location. I knew exactly in Airdrie where I wanted to be because it was a field. <laughs> and then they started building this mini mall. And I knew that that would be a great place. I'm just by Superstore. I'm beside coffee shops. I'm, I, there's good traffic flow where I am. And at the time, I was on maternity leave with, I just had my last child. And so I had a year of maternity leave to, to work, to, to build my practice, to put it together and get it running because I was having an income. So I was taking care of my children, but I was also during the day working on my business and late into the night. Did you ever go like, what, what am I doing? Oh, every other day, I would question my decision. And every other day I would get, I got halfway in to the building process of the leasehold improvements in my clinic. And you know, I had, I had secured my funding with a couple of the different lenders and Community Futures being one. Um, halfway through, it was 2008 going into 2009, and that's when we hit a, a bad recession. And one of my lenders went under. One of them that was a lender for cash in Canada went under. So that's when I had to regroup, figure out what I was going to do, 
went back to community features and they helped me out with that. The group they have there and the advice, it wasn't always on a business level. It was on a personal level too, because there's times when you, you really feel defeated. You can't go to your banker with that, right? And they just, they helped me a lot, even if they don't even realize it. Just when I had concerns or I had issues or times when money was very tight and I didn't know if I would be able to make my payment. So they helped me succeed. How long was that process to when you found the spot, secured the extra funding from Community Futures that you opened the doors? A year and a half. Became incorporated, got my business license in May of 2008, and I opened May 29th, 2009. And I had done a year's work prior to that. I think I was about the third or fourth in the province that opened. So what we can do in our clinic is I have the ability to do preventative care, cleanings, whitenings, exams, x-rays. And I also have um, extra grandfathered in activities that I can do because I was actually a dental therapist prior to. So there are some restorative that I can do and a few other things that go along with that line. So like I said, we can do exams. We can refer to dentists. I can do local anesthetic. There's, there's so many things that we can do that people aren't even aware. When I opened, I was, I was caretaker, receptionist, hygienist, <laughs> uh, marketing team. I was jack of all. <laughs> I did everything. And I worked, I tempt, I did dental hygiene um, in usually two or three days a week in the beginning. And I did that for about the first six months while I built my clientele. By then, I'd lived in Airdrie for three or four years, and I started to know a lot of people. And I just sold the idea. I just sold the idea that this is different. This is a niche. This is something that, you know, people have more choice of what they want to do and what they want to do with their oral health. And there's more options open to them. So I, I did. I just, I marketed myself. And and my small town values and knack for liking to visit with people. I, this is my social experiment because most of my clients, I can honestly say I have a completely high retention rate of the people that started with me years ago are still here. Even people that have moved away do come back and see me. So it's like a family. There was you, as you said, you were doing everything. How did that, how did it change? Gradually. I started, I hired a receptionist. I hired a young girl out of school that couldn't get a job. And she was very keen. She wanted to learn. So I taught her how to do reception, to book appointments. And, you know, she was with me for about six years. She helped me build the practice. She worked when I wasn't here, when I was doing other temp work until I got days that were full enough. And then gradually, I hired another hygienist part-time. And then I hired a full-time. And now I'm up to a staff, a full-time staff of four. That was about seven years ago. So anybody tells you that it takes three to five years to establish a business to think you're kind of on your way, that is a lie. That is a, that is a straight out lie. It takes seven to 10 years. And then there are recessions. Then there's COVID. There's so many factors you've got to take into consideration. And Right now, I actually, I sit on the board of the Independent Dental Hygiene Association of Canada, and we are in the process of writing these manuals and procedures and protocols that women or young men that are hygienists that are coming out that want to start their own businesses, that's giving them a guideline. 
so that they have something to go on. The number one thing I would pass on is, is do your homework, do your business plan, and whatever anyone tells you that you need, especially when it comes to the finances, you need three times as much. Not twice as much, you need three times as much. You have to have a good lawyer, you have to have a good accountant, you cannot not have these people in your corner because when it comes to contracts, you can destroy your business and make it fail before you even get out of the gate. And that goes for any business. It really does. So that little, well, not little girl, I guess teen in grade seven and having that, you know, energy and, and curiosity, do you, do you still feel that way? I totally do. I love what I do. I couldn't imagine, I couldn't imagine doing anything else. And it hasn't been easy, not by any word of the imagination. It's been the hardest thing I've ever done in my life, but the gratification and the way I feel and the care that I give to my clients and, and all the opportunities that it's brought me. And I can't even, I couldn't even imagine retiring because I don't even know what I would do. I, I love to learn. I love to visit with people and I love my staff. We're like a family. So yeah. Keep on going. <laughs> I'm starting to slow down now. I've been in this profession for, well, over 30, 38 years. And it's been a long time. Like how many people can say that they've done the same job their whole lives and still like what they do? So yeah, I, I have about a 10-year plan, but the 5% sort of slowing down, you know, I say that, but I'm still here. I still come in every day. I manage the place. I still, I'll still come in, I still visit because again, it is my livelihood and I want things to be great. That's Leona Lelever sharing how she broke the mold and opened Cusp Dental Hygiene. You can find out more about the Airdrie-based company at cuspdentalhygiene.com. Thanks for listening to Mind Your Rural Business, brought to you by Community Futures Centre West. Find out more about how we support homegrown entrepreneurs at centerwest.albertacf.com. You can also find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Mind Your Rural Business is produced and hosted by Sarah Hoyles, with theme music by Scott Holmes. Scott Holmes.